The year is 2009. It's a cold November day, and an engineer is walking into work at a nuclear enrichment facility. He sets up at a station to review reports on his control systems. All systems read normal. A few minutes later, a centrifuge goes down. Then another. All systems continue to read normal. What could be happening? Another goes down, and another. The engineer doesn't realize that a flash drive and an especially devilish worm is about to take down 1,000 centrifuges over the course of two months. From Fleet Defender Studios, this is Kill Chain Briefs, where we tell brief stories of some of the world's most infamous exploits, cyber attacks, and vulnerabilities. Today, we're discussing Stuxnet and the 2009-2010 attack on the Natanz nuclear facility in Iran. My name is Marcus Q, and I'm here with Kendall Bricko. Hey, guys. Today, we're discussing Stuxnet, a worm that was first discovered in 2010 and is said to be responsible for taking down 10% of Iran's nuclear centrifuges. Before discussing the impact of Stuxnet, let's discuss what it was. Stuxnet was a malicious computer worm created to target supervisory control and data acquisition systems. Stuxnet targeted programmable logic controllers, also known as PLCs, which do things like control machinery. Where other viruses and exploits affect servers and computer systems, this worm was able to adjust the physical movements of machinery. Stuxnet is made up of three modules. First is a self-replicating worm that can spread between computers and execute all routines of the main payload of the attack. Second is a link file that automatically executes the propagated copies of the worm. Finally, what made Stuxnet so special was its rootkit component. This rootkit was responsible for hiding all malicious files and processes, preventing detection. Stuxnet was deviously designed. Unlike most malware, Stuxnet did little harm to the 200,000 computers it infected that did not contain its specific configuration requirements. That was a really important part of Stuxnet. It appears to have been made to specifically target Iran's nuclear enrichment industrial systems. As mentioned, the worm targeted PLCs, but had two criteria to execute. The worm would propagate across the network, scanning for Siemens Step 7 software. It would then look to see if the computer controlled a PLC. If it didn't find these requirements, the worm would go dormant. If the worm did find both of these conditions, it would introduce the infected rootkit onto the PLC and Step 7 software, modifying the code and giving unexpected commands while returning a loop of normal operational system values back to the user. The Stuxnet cyber attack is most well known for its ruination of an estimated 1,000 nuclear centrifuges at the Natanz nuclear facility in Iran. It is rumored that the worm was first introduced via an infected flash drive, allowing it to bridge the air gap of systems. Stuxnet was ingenious, using four zero-day window exploits to enter the computers before propagating through the network to seek the Siemens Step 7 software. Once the Stuxnet worm found a target that met the criteria, it adjusted the operating speed of the centrifuges to introduce stress over time, which resulted in the destruction of an estimated 10% of the Iranian centrifuges. The Stuxnet worm is rumored to have been built by the U.S. and Israel as a nation-state-level cyber attack, with neither country taking responsibility for the attack. Stuxnet serves as a reminder that using those free thumb drives you receive at trade shows are never worth it. This has been a Kill Chain Brief. Thanks for listening.